0: Welcome to The Back Porch. Um, I'm your host, Josh Stewart, and with me is my brother, Stephen Stewart. Hey. And today... (laughs) A man of few words. Yes, yes. Uh, Well, for now. (laughs) Yeah. Give him a minute. He's going to chime right in. That's right. The other voice you hear is uh, Wes Henley, uh, owner-operator of Highland House Studios, Highland House Productions. You should know him if you're from Jackson and you've paid any attention to the music scene around here. If you Uh, don't, then you should pay attention. That's right,
1: that's right. <laughs> you said he would with in. there he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, we're, we just had him in to, to talk to him about you know what he's what he's been doing the past few years and um, kind of will also fill you in on on what he's done uh, with his career and, and where all he's been. Um, if you don't know him personally, um, he's not the kind of guy I don't believe that would that would turn you away if you want to just walk up and introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Let's try it he, he, he's, a, <laughs> he's a great dude to know Especially in this area um, If you're in the music scene so That's
1: very kind Josh, thank well, you
0: uh, Well, you know, just telling it like it is
1: You're a good man, no matter what your brother says about
0: you <laughs> <laughs> I go off <laughs> As much as he talks uh, uh, I find it hard to believe that he doesn't say anything Well, uh, so w- We're going to talk about Just We're going to go right into this first song Uh, called naming it, Uh, and it was it's an artist named uh, Tamil Vaughn
1: is the artist here. Yeah, she came to me with with the idea to do a project. Um, She wanted to do a CD of uh, contemporary uh, R and B gospel tunes, and uh, she kept talking about her brother the whole time during our initial interview and our consultation. You know, that's something I like to do with every artist that's new to me is I just sit down with them and talk a long time. We may sit two or three, four hours and just talk about their expectations and where they want to try to go. And I try to find a way to help them get there. And, of course, part of that is talking about budget. Part of it is talking about the songs, the songwriting, where the song come from, who owns the publishing to them. You know, all those little details that a producer needs to know to make sure they don't get tied up in some kind of silly lawsuit or, you know, to try to make sure that nothing... Hangs up the creative process, right? You know, we're, we're, as you guys are well aware, we're making art here. Yeah, but uh, during the whole consultation, she kept mentioning her brother Tim, and it, finally, I asked her. I said, well, "What's Tim's last name?" Still, Tim Carmen. Okay, um, she kept talking about him as if I should know who he is. And I just didn't, I just didn't recognize the name. So I Googled him after she left and, you know, cause I just wanted to be cool and act like I knew who she was talking about. You know, I like being cool, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very often, but, but this was one of those times that I was able to maintain. And, uh, I Googled him and, you know, it totally had my mind blown. The guy's been playing keyboards with Eric Clapton for <laughs> a really long time wow. and he's just a phenomenal player
0: and he had something to do with the track as well yeah we
1: co-produced a cd on Tamla. tim and i over the distance uh he lives in hollywood and of course i live here in jackson tennessee and uh he tracked a lot of these things for her out in hollywood and uh she brought them to me And we did her vocals here at Highland House. All the guitar work that I did, of course, was done here. And uh, on this tune, the uh, horn section and saxophone uh, was done here uh, by a couple different people. Uh, Namely, Buddy Leach played saxophone on this record, and uh, he tours with George Thorogood. But Tim had tracked this song in L.A. with McCartney's drummer, uh, a fellow named Alex, who played bass with Whitney Houston forever. I mean, and then of course Tim plays with Clapton. I mean, he had some A-list players on there. and it um, sounds like it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's an awesome track, and and the other songs on the album are are just as good. They're just phenomenal. Right on,
0: right on. Yeah, it's uh, and if for anybody out there who doesn't know, know, I didn't say this earlier, but Wes is is the guitar player on all of these tracks. True. and uh wes yeah. played guitar for a, a numerous amount of bands uh any, anybody that would keep him long enough as yeah. he says
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah i always say i can't keep a job i've played with a lot of people i've, I've been really fortunate i've had a great career yeah you have. you have yeah I, I just love playing is the it's been my motivation for playing always has been because i love the sound of the instrument the way it feels in my hands uh, i've been able to to be lucky enough to feed myself playing music most of my life right so that in itself is an accomplishment to be able to be successful in the music business after all business is the big word music is a little word <laughs> so the emphasis <laughs> right. has to be put on the business part because you have to survive if, yeah, and, right. and if you're going to be any good at it you need to dedicate yourself to it and pretty much do it full-time yeah if you're going to have any success at all That's or to even get any recognition you have to spend an awful lot of time working at it and rehearsing practicing learning and then uh, and then developing the performance of of that craft how you present it to the crowd is just as important as being able to do it well yeah. you can't do it with your back to the audience hiding right, right right
0: you know for for a lot of people it's like well it's all magic out there but it's not it's hard work no it's very hard work yeah. it's it's very hard work and you said survive uh, one of those groups of survivor
1: that you played with good segue dude. Yeah, yeah. you should like get into radio or something <laughs> 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 You should interview people that's pretty slick. Hey, I'm trying I'm yeah, trying t- out of here Jimmy Jameson and I have been friends. We're getting a little off subject here We'll get back to Tamla, but sure. yeah, Jimmy Jameson and I were friends since 1977 He played in a rock group from Memphis called target in my opinion the best rock band ever out of Memphis Right Absolutely up. awesome rock band. And uh, we opened the show for them on many occasions here in Jackson and elsewhere. And the guy who worked for us at the time doing our sound and who provided our sound system would do the sound for these concerts that Target and my band, Snowblind, we would play together on. And we got to be friends. And uh, many times after soundcheck, we would sit around on stage and play guitar and just talk and sing and, and laugh and cut up because he was just a super friendly uh willing guy, w- willing to, to share his knowledge and his experience with anyone who approached him. He always made time and talked with folks and he was an absolutely phenomenal singer. And it, it broke my heart when he died a couple of years ago. It just absolutely destroyed me because we became close, close friends over many years. And we'll hear from him in a little while.
0: Oh, right oh. Good, good, good to know. Um, so back to Tamala. um, how did, is she, she's a local artist and she came to you?
1: Tamala came to me uh several years ago with the uh the desire to make this cd she just had a calling to do it and and we may get into that in a little while i'll talk about callings i had a new calling in 2010 yeah. which is totally bizarre yep. but coming yep. from the music scene but yeah she had a calling to do this record and came to me with it she was uh recommended to me by a local bass player uh named milton who uh, also has, has died a few years ago. Bless his heart. He was he was a great guy. They called him Big Milton, and he was a great bass player and great local guy. He referred her to me to come make a, a record. Right on. Uh, and of course, as, as I stated earlier, some of the tracks were recorded in Hollywood at Tim's studio, and then we finished up recording what we needed to record here in Jackson, and then I mixed and mastered the whole thing here.
0: Okay. All right, well, let's hear it. This is Naming It by Tim LaVonne.
2: I'm naming it, I'm naming it, I'm claiming it.
1: That's the most awesome song ever. It's like perfection. No, wait, yeah. that's that's
3: not funny. Yeah. Sneers uh, sneers and cheers input.
1: <laughs> okay, right here. Just I just wanted to make Josh laugh. That's
0: all. It's not hard to do, really. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. Steve's Man, that is really huh? Steve, Steve's <laughs> about to say something profound.
3: No, I was just gonna say that's no, that's a really cool song. I really, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank sure. you. Yeah, Thank it, you. It, it, I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. No. I like it when when I'm listening to something new and I can't stop moving my feet. You know, a lot of a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm you know, it's my hands or like I'm kind of kind of uh, uh, shaking my knee up and down or something. You know, with my toes on the floor. But when I can't actually stop moving my feet and turning my ankles, when I'm listening to something. <laughs>
1: Like you do on stage, it's getting you from all sides.
3: Yeah. Have you ever seen yourself on stage? No, I mean,
1: it, it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> you know these these days, I, I do that less and less. You yeah. got this one move you do where you kick this foot and you, the, the heel hits the thing, and you like spin backwards. It's like it, it's almost like a moonwalk. <laughs> it's like a redneck moonwalk. <laughs> the Steve Shuffle. Is what the, it is. Steve the Steve Shuffle. Shuffle. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's <laughs> cool as redneck moonwalks. Man. Probably better. <laughs> <laughs> redneck moonwalk. I like that. We've just coined a new one. There you go. Yeah, Tam was a great writer and, and a terrific artist. Her voice is simply phenomenal. Yeah, I mean she's she's she has killer control all over the place. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She is awesome. And, and there sweetheart. was another
0: vocalist on there as well, uh
1: that, that her came. brother Tim uh and her did all the background vocals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They layered all that in LA. And then uh, brought it to me, and she redid the lead vocals. And as I stated, we redid the guitar and and added the sax and horns. What'd you play yeah. on it? What guitar? I played my yellow Stratocaster. Uh-huh. I bet you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I almost always play my yellow <laughs> Stratocaster yeah. on on everything. Uh, I don't see why not. Well, right? you know, it's you can't see what color it is on the record, but <laughs> I can generally pick that guitar. You can out. almost hear that color. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. I bought it on a dare. A buddy of mine owned some uh, music stores in Chicago. And of course, he was a Fender and a Gibson dealer, had a bunch of stuff. And he had two or three of those yellow strats. They only made that color a couple of years. It's called Graffiti Yellow. Fender made them. And they had, he, he told me, he said, You know, nobody wants to buy those yellow guitars. You really need to buy one of those from me. He was just trying to sell the guitar. He's like, You know, you could make a reputation with an ugly yellow guitar like that. I said, Yeah, it's ugly. I don't want it. It's, it's <laughs> hideous. And, uh, you know, it kind of became my my, my trademark, so yeah. to speak. I've been playing that guitar since 88. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a pretty awesome video
3: uh, of, I, I believe it, it was the same guitar. You were just... just
1: was that the Eric whaling. Johnson tune? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Yellow Strat. I hadn't had it very long at that time. Really? That's an old video. I probably still had hair. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did.
3: <laughs> Uh, but you're killing it. I mean, it was, it was, I, I was like, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I know you, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know you from playing. You from know what I mean? From those days. From those days. Right, I know you right. from, from working with you through Jacob Barker. And I know you from hanging out with you and, yeah. and getting, and getting to know you. And, you know, Steve is I a mind. frequent
1: guest at Highland House. That's right. Just and pops uh, up. We, we, we pop up every now and then over there and have coffee and tell lies and listen yes. to fun music and just, <laughs> you know, Mm-hmm. The deeper, the better.
3: <laughs> so, you know, and it's just really cool to to see, you know, that in you that 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 you are like you you really are a hell of a hell of a guitar player. Oh yes. yeah, thank you. Know, you. And yeah. you know, I I know you as Wes, you know, and <laughs> then and then I see I see all the things that you've done. It's, it's it's just very 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 cool.
1: I've been fortunate. Yeah, I have, and and I'm thankful for it because I have certainly enjoyed my life and enjoyed my career.
0: Well, it shows because you you put in just as much of that still in, you know, every day. It's just like, you know, this new opportunity to do something and be involved. And, you know, that that that's really the only way to, I guess, be appreciative of what you've been given and what you've experienced.
1: It's harder and harder to do. I right. have to say, you know, I, I, uh, I referenced a new career earlier in 2010. I had the calling to uh, get into law enforcement. You know, it's, it's a weird juxtaposition between the music business and law enforcement, but I've always had this desire to try to help fight gang activity and violent crime right. in our community. Mm-hmm. And as you guys know, as everyone knows who, who watches the news or listens to the news on radio, uh, we've got a growing problem in this area. In, in West Tennessee, and it's becoming really serious. And right. I just couldn't sit on the couch any longer. I had to get up and try to do something. I, I felt like I had some skills that might be useful and perhaps could develop other skills. And I did. I, I uh, signed on the uh, reserve deputy program with the Madison County Sheriff's Department, which is essentially a volunteer position. Uh, and, uh, but they have certain requirements. You have to meet certain training requirements and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do. And then uh, got a job got offered a job at Community Corrections. As a case officer there, and uh, all of my cases were, were felony cases pretty much, and uh, almost all of my cases were gang related, some way or another. And I would do a lot of the home checks and curfew checks and things like that because I was also a deputy that I could get out and do that safely and have uh, the county radio so I could check out and let folks know where I was. And anytime there was a particularly dangerous individual that I was checking out, I would generally get somebody either with the city gang unit or one of our deputies to stand by with me while I checked and made sure they were actually living where they were supposed to. That's just part of the the job. But then it grew into a full-time opportunity with the Sheriff's Department. I, I had the chance to go to police academy at the age of 58. I must have lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of the most difficult and and one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. It was very hard to complete police academy at 58 years old with a bunch of 20-year-old folks right out of high school and right out of college i think the the average age in our class was 23 actually and i ended up uh i graduated in the top five percent of the class right that's on. crazy it was yeah. it's insane I,
3: I couldn't i couldn't imagine you not being able to do that though
1: well just because I mean? you know me yeah but you know if, if you just look at it on paper i'm in pretty good shape for my age yeah. true but what really got me through is that i'm very stubborn
3: yeah, well, yeah. And, and it's that <laughs> and same that works for thought you, though. process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: that same thought process as if I'm trying to learn a really difficult musical passage or something, I'm just very stubborn. If I really want to learn to play that Cliffs of Dover song, the Eric Johnson song you mentioned, it's a very difficult piece to play properly. And and it, it my version of it moves a little faster than his version. Yeah, it does. But it's extremely difficult, but I was stubborn. I loved the sound of that song. I loved what was happening in it and wanted to learn it. And I just plugged away at it until I finally got a suitable representation of it, at least. All
0: right. So um, I guess we could talk about this next song that we're going to listen to. Uh, I think it's uh, Little Boy's Blue
1: yeah man we just finished this record oh really Uh, yeah this record has just been released or actually i think it's due to be released in june uh the copy i have of course is an advanced copy because i recorded it you it's kind of one of the perks of of, of being a a co-producer or an engineer on a record uh so we're getting a kind of a debut here sort of yeah okay jimmy taylor came to me golly bill it's been 1993 or 4 right after we incorporated uh, highland house productions Polly Carter is my partner, my business partner and, and partner in life. And we started this studio in 93 Incorporated in Tennessee. And one of the very first things that we ever did was Little Boy's Blue first CD entitled Downtown Willie. Oh, wow. Bunch of great songs. Yeah. Really fun stuff. And so uh, Jimmy Taylor and I founded that band in those days. And then he came to me recently. They've done several albums or I still call them albums, CDs, whatever. Right? They're albums of songs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy came to me recently and, uh, wanted to do another album of songs. And, uh, this tune was the first one that we recorded and, uh, we titled it between a rock and a hard blue space. And it just so fits his, his story and his journey. And, uh, along with some help from some, some folks from Muscle Shoals. Jimmy then took it to them, and they mixed everything and finished it after we tracked it all at Highland House. He had been working with these folks down there on a new record, and their schedules became a little crossways, and they weren't able to finish it in a timely manner. So he came to me to go ahead and track the record and back to them to mix it and, uh, and get it finished and completed. So it's coming out very soon in June, and I'm really proud of this record. It turned out extremely well. It's some of the best work I've ever done. We're, We're right looking on. forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely. Think, I think everybody around are probably looking it's forward to good. it.
0: It's very good. I think yeah. it's
1: going to knock some people out.
0: All right, so let's uh, take a break and listen to uh, "Between a Rock and a Hard Blue Space" by Little Boys Blue.
4: Troubled way makes for a very long a day.
0: just heard between a rock and a hard blue space uh by L- little boys
1: blue and um see there's a joke in there somewhere <laughs> <Yeah. There's, laughs> there is there's a there's a really bad joke in there about a hard blue pill or something boy blue p- space i yeah a lot of blue it's funny on. anyway it's funny well it fits it's another joke right there right. <laughs> but, but this is not that kind of show so just don't listen to that rewind and then ignore it
0: <laughs> but yes uh, so it, it was mostly done at your studio like you said and then the, it, it yeah was, we tracked everything it, at highland okay, house okay you tracked everything and it went to go get mixed and mastered somewhere else
1: and muscle shoals okay
0: um so with with uh with where you have come from, I guess. Let's give a little backstory, exactly what got you started okay. as a musician.
1: Well, that's easy. And I've told this story countless times. People are probably tired of hearing it. But the, the honest truth is, I was five years old. I grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I was born here in Jackson, but grew up in Chicago. Like most families, we had to move up north to make a living. My, my father was attempted to be a farmer. And in the 40s and 50s, it was very hard to feed your family being a farmer in the South. It was very, very difficult. So he went to Chicago, got a job, sent for the rest of the family. Uh, Some months later, I was about 18 months old when we moved up there and uh, grew up in Chicago. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. It's a difficult place to be. Uh, It's a a tough city. It was really rough growing up, especially being a musician, not being a street thug, but being, you know, uh, one of those people who, who would typically get picked on, Right, from time to time, except I didn't. I didn't take to the picking on. I'm as I stated earlier. I'm kind of stubborn, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but uh, I'm very thankful for growing up in a city like that with such a great blues heritage. Absolutely, because everything we do nowadays as artists comes from blues music, blues yes, and jazz. It really does, and uh, I'm very thankful to have experienced firsthand some of the real bluesmen from chicago the electric blues stuff that's right and it uh, it afforded me a lot of opportunities that probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere else yeah but at five years old i was i'll never forget it i'm listening to wls radio as everybody did in those days uh if you if you had a record on wls you you were, you had a hit you know you were going to do something and uh, blue suede shoes come on the radio wow um uh, carl perkins version came on the <laughs> radio and i i remember saying that's what i want to do I want to make music. I want to play guitar. And it was more the sound of the guitar and the licks that he was playing that, that excited me. Something in this young boy got excited when he heard that electric guitar that Les Paul that, that Carl was playing on that record. And uh, it just stuck with me. And I, when my dad came home from work that way, I, I, that day I I told him, I said, man, you know, I, I really want to play guitar, dad, if we can figure out a way to get me one. <laughs> and somehow or another, we, we were really, really, really poor. He somehow Found, I think, if I remember correctly, I think he paid $7.50 and uh, huh. brought me home a little old guitar, and I don't know if he got it at a flea market or what or a pawn shop or what. I really don't know. He never told me where he got it, but he told me that he spent just a few dollars for it he brought it home and my dad played and sang a little bit like traditional country stuff like hank williams and when i say hank williams i'm not talking about junior or three i'm talking about hank you're williams. talking about i'm hank talking about williams. williams yeah hank hank by god williams <laughs> <laughs> and uh that guy was one of the best songwriters ever. Oh, yeah, my God. to this day. Oh, my God. Boy, it's great stuff. But my dad was a fan of stuff like that and Cowboy Copas and Tex Ritter and especially a lot of the cowboy singers. My dad really loved all that sort of stuff. And he showed me the, the few chords he knew and kind of got me started. And man, it just took hold. I, I just couldn't live without it. I was either riding my bicycle or playing my guitar or in school. And while I was in school, I was thinking about riding my bicycle or playing my guitar. <laughs> yeah. You know, It was constant. I, I, I probably drove them crazy, but yeah. they were very supportive of me. My entire family was very, very supportive of me. That's great. And, uh, and helped me get through that. And I, you know, I started taking lessons and then, and, and, uh, Uh, even did a little bit of schooling later on as I became an adult and I studied composition and theory and uh, really, you know, it it just sort of took with me and was able to make a career out of it somehow. Somehow. (laughs) And I'm thankful for it. (laughs) But that's, that's where got me started was Carl. And, you know, he became this uh, inspiration for me. And then years later, When I moved back to Tennessee, it was always my dream to to move back here because I always liked it better here. I like the people here. I like the weather. Of course, you know, when it's like 50 below up there, it's really easy to like the weather here. Sure. And uh, moved back here in 73 after I got out of high school. And uh, I wasn't here very long. And I was at the music store with Cecil's Bandstand at the time. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, in Mark Carl Perkins. And we sat down on the floor. He introduced himself to me, and we sat down in the floor with a couple of guitars and just sat there across from each other. And in those days, everybody smoked everywhere, too. So we're sitting there smoking cigarettes with the ashtray, sitting on an amplifier in the floor with a couple of <laughs> guitars playing and, uh, and it just, you know, learning from each other and, and uh, you know. Just having a ball, just having that camaraderie, yeah. which was instant. We were instant friends, and we were very close friends for 25 years. And then uh, some years after that initial meeting, he invited me to go out on the road with him and play with him in his band. And uh, we traveled the world. I've been around the world many times with Carl Perkins. It's taken you a lot of places, met a lot of people. It has, and it's it's allowed me to play with all of my other heroes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing to go from that inspired boy to. Yeah, the guy to, know, to actually working ins- with him. Yeah,
3: it was crazy. It was and crazy. did you ever think or wonder, hey, he lives in Jackson.
1: I wonder if I ever
0: might, you know, run across him.
1: Yeah, sure. I knew he was from Jackson, and I, I don't remember specifically, but I'm sure it crossed my mind as a as a child with my Jackson ties, uh, thinking, yeah, it'd really be neat to meet him sometime. You know, surely to goodness somebody knows him. You know, I'm sure that I thought about that or fantasized about meeting your your hero, especially when it's so close to you. In yeah, LA. yeah already and and when it happened it
0: was it was pretty awesome it was one of those moments sail to the moon is the next song I believe sail to the moon by joe Joe downing Downing.
1: this guy is a terrific singer and uh again it's one of the artists that chuck freeman brought to the table and uh i was knocked out instantly with this guy's voice and the, the it's the perfect fit for the trop rock genre this guy lives the life too he's all about it man he's into it and so this is the song that was at number one, went to three, and now
0: is back at number one again
1: on Radio A1A. And the interesting thing about that is there, there's about to be some huge doors opening up in, in that genre. And on Radio A1A is one of the major players in internet radio in the trop rock genre. And they've just signed a deal with Pirate Radio. That and Pirate Radio is the big dog in trop rock. Genre. They're the ones who play Chesney and Buffett all the time and all these really big trop rock artists. Pirate Radio is going to play all of the top five songs from Radio A1A. They're going to put them in their regular rotation. So it's kind of a scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, you provide us with quality stuff. We're going to put it in our regular rotation because you guys are doing something right even though radio a1a is one of the major players they're they're uh less significant than pirate radio pirate radio is the big dog and for them to recognize what the folks at radio a1a and and we are doing here currently and i I have to say according to chuck we've had a big impact on what happened with pirate radio coming to radio a1a because we've been churning out number one hits for them for uh radio a1a now for several months and pirate radio has taken notice then they're like you know hey you guys are doing something right here right we want to get part of that. We want those songs over here on our station too. So that's that's a really big deal for us. That's going to open up a lot of lot of doors and probably bring a lot more customers to uh, Jackson to record their trop rock music. Which is kind of weird. This landlocked place is making all this Trap rock music and, and going to number one with it. But you know, Maybe it's we're the enjoying it. to be there. Yeah,
3: it's 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 the fact that so many people from here that that's where they that's vacation. where they want to
1: be. Right, yeah. and you know that's the whole allure about that music is that it's all about fantasy it's all about you know dreaming to one day just go live on a beach with your toes in the sand or well your your toes in the water and your ass in the sand i think is is probably the the uh, the perfect thing with, with a nice fruity cold drink in your hand you know there's a song right there there you go yeah but this is called sail to the moon
5: and taller, this boat I call her the Golf Queen, cause she's a dream come true. Who knew an Ohio boy would enjoy the water like I do, yeah, the way I do. Out at sea I can be, me as we depart, no need for disguises, my friend. My veins and remains always in my heart Time to start sailing again Oh yeah Sometimes i wish i could sail to the moon with a land shark my baby and a smile Sometimes i wish i could sail Before this two-person crew Yeah, I crave the ocean waves A constant work of art I'm jumping off the deep end Said it's in my veins And remains always in my heart A smile. smile sometimes
0: Right. So, the, yeah, that was Sail to the Moon by Joe Downing. And as we talk about Eric Clapton, there you go,
1: manifesting <laughs> Eric Clapton. Manifesting. I get him out of the box every now and then. Yeah, he's one of my favorites to try to imitate because with, with him, it's not just the licks. It's, uh, it's not just the notes he's playing. There's really subtle little things where he does these little half bends and stuff. Yeah. And, and the tone, that really sweet Stratocaster tone is, 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 uh, is pretty telltale. Especially from the Layla album, which yes. is my favorite Clapton album. It's full of great songs. So let's, let's talk about this next song, Everything. Avon Lay. Avon Lay. And they're from? Um, they're from up around Martin, Tennessee area. Okay. And uh, mostly an acoustic type of sound with this band. Very organic sounding, very real. Uh, a mandolin in the band. It's like acoustic rock, Americana kind of stuff. And Emily, her voice, she's she's so very easy to listen to. Very very pleasant. I think people will enjoy this.
0: Okay, so we're going to go back a little bit. We're going to talk about *Sail to the Moon*. We actually just got surprised by the drummer that was on that session. Hey guys, that's Keith Yap.
1: Hey guys, he's also
0: our, our, our personal drummer for Jupiter Stone, and, and he's, one of Wes he, Henley's most exercised tools.
1: And he plays in my band, Echoes.
0: That's right. He plays. That's, that's exactly. He, pl- play. he is a man of many hats. He is. I try to play all right well thanks keith thanks for
1: coming by see you later yeah, bye. Sorry, bye. Bye. <laughs> drop your business card in the trash can on the way out we'll call so everything i was saying that that uh, emily's voice is very organic and very easy to listen to actually the sound of the whole band is very organic because they're primarily an acoustic act and they even have a, a led zeppelin style mandolin which i personally love that style of mandolin playing <laughs> it dance. does sound good yeah, yeah yeah this tune is entitled everything and once again i was uh I was forced to play slide on it. I I love playing slide. I never get to anymore except when recording. And it seems like people are more and more asking for that. And i like, you know, I I play regular guitar too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay. We don't care. We uh, we just want the slide. That's right. The the sound of slide is is an interesting sound. It is. It's it's fun. And uh, I usually play it out of tune enough that the fiddle player notices. (laughs) I didn't hear it. thank god for auto tune i didn't say anything (laughs) no i don't use auto tune that way that's good no i don't i just do it till it's right there you go yeah that's your fashion way yeah wear a hole in the tape all right so
3: now let's take a break and listen to avon lay's everything everybody now we're back and that was everything by avonlea um and to progress a little bit more and and kind of get on with the show because we have just literally <laughs> just gone down every avenue possible
1: yeah uh, i tend to ramble a
3: little bit a, and so do we so uh, we're in great we're perfect fit that's right we had to make this like a three-part series and <laughs> we, we could we could we could do it uh, uh i got uh,
1: lots of songs plenty. oh yeah. Uh, yeah you sure for do be sure, for sure.
3: I, I think we could well, i just oh, had to bring you back yeah for sure more
0: and more all right um but maybe maybe you should actually conduct an interview one of these days. How about that? Would you
1: be interested? I could do that. Okay. I, yeah, you, I did it for five years on on uh, a local. Radio. That, that so should
3: be something we do. Have you come in and, and be the interviewer? All right. So uh, we've got what two more songs that we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna play. These
1: these were also both number one songs on Radio A One A. Okay, yeah. trop rock genre. Who who are the artists for these? The artists are Mickey Utley, Brownsville. Yeah, Shout Brownville out. Shout out in the house. Yeah, and Steve Hopper from down around memphis or arkansas somewhere over there his song is entitled anywhere there's a beach and uh, mickey utley's song is entitled don't forget the whiskey oh man that sounds like a got the lime and beer yeah but don't forget the whiskey hey, man.
0: <laughs> pretty good hook yeah it is well let's take a listen to uh, mickey utley's don't forget the whiskey
6: I want it and need it Gotta get away from this everyday feeling This Tennessee town ain't what it used to be I wanna go there, that somewhere To that spot where a poor man's a millionaire No bills to pay, just the sand and me So here I come, Key West City Duval Street, pocket full of pennies slang a few songs, puff crawl for a month or so Head on down to Mexico time Sticking an umbrella in the sand and unwind Way back, hola amigo, can you help me? I'll take the salt, lime and beer Don't forget the whiskey I'm a spot on the other side. Dollar margaritas, Bob Marley in the sunshine. I can't write my name in the sand back home. Waves and tan lines go right together. A knife in a tree, carve your name to remember. Hell, I don't need your rocket chair. So here I come, Key West City, Duval Street, pocket full of sang a few songs, puff crawl for a month or so Head on down to Mexico time Sticking an umbrella in the sand and unwind Lay back, hola amigo, can you help me? I'll take the salt, lime and beer Don't forget that wish That clock five days a week Driving down that old one-way street Just to wake up, sit back and do it all again I'm all in So here I am, Key West City Duval Street, pocket full of pennies Sang a few songs pub crawl for a month or so Head on down to Mexico time Sticking an umbrella in the sandy. Lay back full amigo. go Can you help me I got a whole lot of time to kill And hell, while I'm sitting here I'll take the salt, lime, and beer Don't forget the whiskey Mmm, don't forget that whiskey That salt, lime, and beer Don't forget the whiskey, don't forget that whiskey, yeah, yeah, I'll take that, no, no, no rocks, just give it to me straight.
5: I'm gonna put it on that highway, hit it out fast. Anywhere south of here, where I can feel the ocean in the... mind with a hound that's swaying keeping time do a reggae band and a bob marley song and i'll be there just singing along but don't ask
3: Don't forget the whiskey by Mickey Utley and anywhere there's a beach by Steve Hopper.
1: Outstanding artists, both of them. I'm I'm really proud to have worked on those two records. The uh, the Mickey Utley record I think entered the charts at number five and went right straight to number one real like quickly and instant. Yeah, just very quick, like in a week. And the Steve Hopper uh, song did something very similar. Did very well, went right straight to number one.
3: Very good. I was I was like, you know. This that's that's really what I want to hear. If I'm on vacation, I mean, I, I like my music for sure, but it's nice to have that kind of a full nostalgic change. Especially if you're on a deck or a patio at some yeah,
1: restaurant it on the fits. beach. It, you know? it totally reinforces the mood. And I think that's what's so pleasant about this style of music and why it's so appealing to people. It's all about fun. Yeah, man just you know live your life have some fun forget all the blues and and doldrum yeah let's just have some nice warm blue water and some Be nice cool easy. drinks and yeah enjoy our vacation man yeah, there, life e- is a permanent vacation that's right and there's
0: a there is a, a you know a subconscious element to that you know that just makes you feel good
1: because it's kind of worry worryless and carefree worry free right right it's what vacation is supposed to be all about. And I think those folks that live that lifestyle, Buffett has made a huge career out of that very concept. Right. You know, yeah. he's on eternal vacation. He don't care if the sun don't shine. Right. <laughs> That's right. This is a little different. Like these songs weren't
0: actually recorded at Holland House. They were just mixed there.
1: Correct. These songs were tracked in Muscle Shoals. And then we added the final touches: the lead vocals, background vocals, uh, acoustic guitar, some electric guitar, all the keyboards was all done at Highland House, oh, okay. and, and then mixed and mastered at Highland. House. So, so the so basic yeah. tracks, the basic rhythm, <laughs> rhythm, and uh, most of the lead guitar, drums, and bass guitar were done in Muscle Shoals.
0: For for anybody out there, you know that it's looking to record or, or have any kind of work done, what all, what all does Highland House actually do?
1: We uh, partner up with North Star Studios, and we ask them to do it all first, and then we'll take credit for it.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, you got it, you got it.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Just That's in great. case, uh, we offer all kinds of recording services. Uh, I always say I don't really make demos; I make records. Right. Even people who come to us for, for songwriting demos, we try to do them in such a way where they're a good professional quality. We want to. I want to be just as proud of everything we work on as they are. So. Uh, there have been times where I've actually sent people away because they weren't really ready to make records. And I, I'm not just about taking somebody's money. This is art. I want it to be as good at art as I can possibly help them to create. Uh, I don't write the songs for them. I don't perform them for them. I don't do any, you know, it's all on them. But I try to inspire them to give us the best performance they possibly can and provide an atmosphere where they can do that comfortably and and in and, and a happy way. And uh, we primarily specialize in independent cd projects for singer songwriters and for bands to have something on their tables to sell it, it helps to increase their bottom line when they go out and perform places to have you know things sell 10 or 15 cds at a show then they've just knocked down a couple of hundred extra bucks that's for right. the night and yeah. that's very helpful to struggling musicians well wes we uh really appreciate you coming in I space. appreciate it's you. It's been asking a lot of fun. Me, we could
0: you, probably sit here for another three hours. And I'm keep sure talking. we could. We could yeah. sit
1: here three or four days. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've really enjoyed. Oh, it's myself. been our pleasure. It's always a pleasure Absolutely. talking with you guys and visiting with you, man. This is a back porch.
5: Back porch.